I think that the ability to connect and really empathize with another person is crucial in determining how influential you can be in someone else's life. So how do we cultivate the skill? How do we um, develop this ability to connect with another person? In this episode, I'm going to share three basic ideas, ideas which I think are really fundamental to learning how to grow your empathic uh, skill. So let's huddle. What's up guys, it's Devin, psychiatrist, regular family guy. This is the Huddle Wisdom Podcast, where I discuss mental models, frameworks, concepts to help you and your loved ones navigate life's complexities. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you three key ideas which I think are going to help you cultivate empathic skills, which helps you to connect with other people, which is so important when you're trying to be impactful in a positive way in someone else's life. So if you're a businessman, and um, an investor even, um, a teacher, a parent, a doctor, the ability to connect with other people gives you, gives you a phenomenal edge because it means that you're able to build trust it means that your, your instructions, your advice, the help that you give someone is going to be so much more impactful and life-changing if you're able to connect. All right, so before I go on, I just wanted to remind you that we have the Practice of Empathic Discipline course. It's coming. I, I keep saying that these courses are, uh, are going to be arriving soon. The reason why it's taking such a long time is because I keep adding to it. I keep adding stuff to it and I need to stop. I really need to stop. But there's just so much stuff I want to pack into these um, these courses. But listen, I, I promise you that it's <laughs> it will arrive. And there's two courses, this Empathic Discipline 1 and the Foundations of Emotional Literacy. The Empathic Discipline 1 will drop first and... Give us your email address and we'll let you know as soon as it launches. Um, the other thing is once you sign up to the waitlist, we'll send you the free mini course called the um, Toolkit for Managing Emotional Firestorms. And it's free and I think it's going to help you create roadmaps to, um, to help you navigate difficult, and tricky emotional terrain, save you time and energy. And a lot of headache. All right, so let's jump into it. So, <clears throat> so the first thing to know about connecting with someone else is that connection enhances the relationship because the person that you're connecting with can feel heard and they can feel like they're being seen feel important. Everyone 
on earth wants to be heard and they want to be seen. Or they want to feel like they matter. So your ability to connect um, will ha have to achieve those aims. That is, the person that you're trying to connect with should ultimately feel like they're being heard and that they're being seen and that you treat them as important and that they matter. This is a this is so this is such a key key point. So how do we do this? A what I like to tell uh, my, my 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 clients and um, some of my patients is that we have to learn to listen more and to speak less. It can be so tempting to just jump in and you know bounce off ideas or statements and things that other people say because you know we want to share our ideas you want to share what we know sometimes and want to give people our two cents um but we have to learn how to refrain from that listen first listen more speak less let the person be heard let the person seen. Now, of course, there are exceptions to this rule. It depends what your goal is here. You know, if your goal is to connect with this other person that you're interacting with, listen more, speak less, is going to stand you in much better stead than if you spoke more and listened less. Now, the reason why you want to listen more is because when you're connecting with another person, you want to be able to imagine. You want to be able to imagine what it is like for them living their life. It might be an adult or a child. So if you imagine, for example, the child's perspective truly imagine what it's like being a child, what they see from child's eyes, what they hear with child's ears. You'll need to adjust your expectations of what they're able to cope with. Because children, if you know anything about development, clearly they don't have adult level skills. They just haven't had the time or experience to accumulate and attain those skills. So we have to lower our expectations. But sometimes it's very tempting for us to project our adult feelings onto children. When we're tired, when we're hungry, and, or if we, we're stressed, we're not thinking straight. We can sometimes forget that. And... You know, we, we project our own stuff onto our kids or onto other people in general. But we need to step, take a step back and listen because if we're not conscious of the fact that we do this automatic projection, and humans are notorious for this, we're notorious projectionists uh, because we, we feel threatened by blank slates. We don't like empty space. 
so we try and fill the void with with stuff so that we can understand what's in front of us. You know, we're designed to um, to survive threat. And if we have more information, that's better for us. And so if we have a blank slate in front of us, a person who we don't understand, we want to connect with them, we try and fill them up with our own ideas. So we want to refrain from doing that. But in order to do that, we have to recognize that this phenomena exists. We are notorious projectionists, and we need to refrain from that. We need to listen more. We need to listen more and speak less. Okay? So that's the first idea. Now, a part of that is this imagination thing I mentioned before. You want to be able to immerse yourself in the other person's story. Imagine a TV character, one of your favorite characters. Okay, you're watching uh, your TV show, you know how they speak, you know how they think, you know what they like, you know what they don't like, you know how they're going to handle certain problems, you know. And the reason why you know all that stuff is because you've been watching them, you've observed them, you've listened to them. You've not done any talking, have you? No, you've done all the watching. We have to apply a similar sort of mentality when we're trying to connect with someone. We want to learn about their story. And we want to feel what they feel through, through their perceptions of their environment. So we literally, well, not literally, but we have to imagine that we're actually standing in their shoes. And... Any emotion that they experience is going to be valid. So, for example, if a young child feels angry at you, for whatever reason, that feeling is totally valid. Because through their eyes, through their senses, somehow you've offended them. Okay? And it's our job to listen more and speak less so we can understand how that happened. So it requires us to leave our egos at the door. We need to stay humble. We have to recognize that we do not know it all. We cannot, and we, well, we do project our feelings onto other people, including our children. And we need to recognize that. And we need to refrain from doing that. And we need to imagine what it is like being the other person in their story. So every person is the main character in their story. It's our job as people who are trying to connect to put ourselves in that person's shoes, the character's shoes. Okay, I think I've talked about Point one, to death. So let's move to the second point, second idea. Accurate empathizing works best when you are focused on the present moment. I'll say that again. Accurate empathizing works best when you're connecting with someone in the present moment. So 
what I'm trying to say is, and this relates to what I was talking about earlier about projecting feelings onto other people. Um, I'll try and not be long-winded here, but um, let's see if I can explain this. So, we all make assumptions about other people's motives or intentions based on what we observe of their behavior. Um, and sometimes we make judgments or predictions about you know what someone might do or say or even feel based on past experience of old interactions we might have had with said person. So for example, um, if you're talking to your child, obviously every moment before the present will provide you with a world of information about your child from your perspective. You'll see how your child usually reacts to stress. You know, what they're like when they're hungry or tired or, or angry or bored. And because you've seen them respond, respond in different contexts, you have a sense of how they might respond when they face certain problems. So you make predictions, you make judgments, you have preconceived ideas. Now, all of those assumptions are not based in the present moment. It's based on information that you've extrapolated from the past. Or you might be fearing something that you imagine that might happen in the future. Again, it's not something happening in the present moment. Now, okay, so, of course, um, you know, it's, it's useful to think about history and then to be able to, you know, project into the future, especially when we're trying to plan and make contingency plans, you know, it's useful to be able to, um, to, to rely on some data from someone's history. Um, but in this case, our goal here is to connect. We want to connect. We want to understand the other person in front of us. So we have to suspend what we know of the person from their history, or what we know of their history. Because the reality is, when we don't ever truly know a person 100%. We know, you know, um, we have snippets of that person. You know, we have bits and pieces. We're never going to truly know another person in, in the entirety. It's impossible, unless you're God. You know, it's totally impossible. But, of course, you know, we can get pretty close. And how we can do that is by learning how to connect, learning how to empathize with another person, to truly understand what it is that they're thinking and feeling in the present moment but also accepting what they bring to you at face value or 
using unconditional positive regard, as Carl Rogers likes to to say, um, which is you know you 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 <clears throat> you accept what someone brings to you as is, no judgment, no prejudice. You just take what comes, and that's what it is. It's just information in the present moment. You know you don't have to project your own ideas onto it, your own feelings. It is what it is, as people like to say. So, for example, Johnny tells you, Dad, I'm really hungry. I'm really hungry right now, Dad. And I'm feeling frustrated because I'm hungry. Okay, Johnny might not say those things because he's, you know, five years old. And then you, you respond out of frustration because, you know, you've been doing something else and you're on, you, you know, you're, you're journeying in your own story and then, Johnny brings his story and it collides with yours and then you're trying to play catch up and you're trying to be efficient so you make assumptions about Johnny's state of said hunger and you say, man, Johnny, how can you be hungry? You just ate like 30 minutes ago. I'm not going to give you any food. Okay, you're not hungry. Now, let's pause there. It's such a common, common scenario. But... The mistake here is that we've made an assumption that Johnny isn't actually hungry because we think that he ate 30 minutes ago. You know, and 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 we think this because of past information which we rely on to make decisions. You know, five o'clock is when we eat. It's now 5:30. And so usually. Johnny would have eaten at five o'clock, so he shouldn't be hungry, right? But there are innumerable, you know, it, innumerable factors that can um, can cause Johnny to feel hungry. Maybe he missed lunch and we didn't know. You know, we're just joining the story uh, in this present moment. And so what we think we know is actually incorrect. We don't have all the the data. We don't have full information. So we have to leave our ego at the door, stay humble, remember you want to connect. Now, now, okay, saying that you have to connect is one thing. Doing it and putting it into practice is another. It's challenging, it's hard. No one said it's going to be easy. It takes practice. And if you get some practice under your belt doing this stuff over and over again, it becomes more natural. Trust me. <clears throat> it does, but you have to practice, and you have to, you you ha <laughs> you, you need to stay accountable as well. You you need to have a partner with you, um, to to keep you accountable. It works much better if you if you have uh, a like minded partner in your life that can help. If you don't, that's fine. It just takes a bit longer, but that's fine. Listen to the podcast, listen to Huddle Wisdom, you know, check out all our resources. Um, we'll give you encouragement. Um, okay, so, uh, where was I? Ah, <clears throat> oh yeah, Johnny. Okay, so, uh, Johnny's hungry. He says he's hungry. It's fine. Okay, Johnny, I can see that you're, you know, yeah, I can see you're really frustrated and you say you're hungry, so gosh, you must be really hungry, you know, if you're, 
you seem frustrated. Is that right? Am I, am I right there? I could be wrong. Um, see, I'm leaving my ego at the door, staying humble, seeing you in the present moment, Johnny, and you're saying you're hungry, so yeah, I, I believe what you say. You know, you're hungry. Um, tell me about that. Tell me more. I want to understand. You know, I, I want to listen to you more. I don't want to speak so much. I don't want to make assumptions. I don't want to project my own assumptions or feelings onto you, Johnny. Tell me more. Help me understand. You get the picture. Okay. The third basic idea uh, is that you have to accept all human experience. Warts and all. Think about um, how you would like your friend to treat you. If you have really ugly feelings and you feel ashamed to share them, and then you pluck up the courage to finally share them with your friend. And then your friend negates how you feel. No, you're not hungry, Devin. No, 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 you don't need, you don't need to, to eat that burger, Devin. You're not hungry. You're not hungry. No, but I am. I am hungry. I want that burger. I'm frustrated. And then your friend says, no, 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 no. You're not hungry. Don't be silly. How frustrating is that? That's going to add more frustration. And now I'm angry. I'm, I'm peeved off. Not only am I hungry, I'm frustrated, I'm angry. I don't want to hang out with this friend anymore. No way. No way. I want a burger. Give me my burger. Okay? So now put yourself in Johnny's shoes. Think about that. Think about that. So all, all, every human experience is valid. It's, a va it's valid. Sometimes Johnny might be angry at you. That's valid. Okay? We have to leave our ego at the door. It's not personal. It feels personal, but it's not. Johnny's a child. You have to lower your expectations. Okay? We have to connect with the person on their level to truly understand them. Once you truly understand them and they can see that you're not going to take, um, that, that you can take the heat, that builds trust, respect, that you're a safe person to talk to. You're big enough to, to wear some difficult emotions, even if those emotions are directed at you. Okay, you're big enough, you're strong enough to handle it. Johnny says, Dad, I'm angry at you because you denied me. What did I deny you, Johnny? A burger. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Stop there. Pause. Now, remember, listen more, talk less. Johnny is perceiving something here that, it, yes, it might be inaccurate, okay? Maybe he got some information wrong. The point is there's no right or wrong. The goal here is you're trying to connect. Always connect first. Always. The problem will get solved later. But in order to solve a problem, you need the right information. 
in order to get the right information, you need to connect, you need to empathize. So that's the first job. Okay, you, you might want to launch into solving a problem, you might want to launch into correcting Johnny's misperceptions, Johnny's, you know, getting it wrong. I did offer you a burger, Johnny, you, you didn't want it because you were you were angry, you were hungry, you, you probably don't remember that because you were angry. Now I'm getting angry. You understand? You understand? We have to connect first. Johnny, man, I'm sorry. Um, I, I didn't realize that that's how you felt. Um, you know, tell me more. Uh, uh, yeah, tell me more. Uh, I'll, I'll stop talking now and just, just tell me more. Like, can you, I want to I wanna try and figure this out with you, try and solve this problem with you. So you're hungry, you're angry with me, um, and um, you, you said that I, I didn't, what, what did I do? I, I didn't get, get you a burger? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, t tell me about that, because, um, you know, I, I might have been tired, you know, I, maybe I was thinking about something else, and I might have forgot that I forgot to order a burger or something. Is, is that right, Johnny? So you're always checking with Johnny as well. Is that right, Johnny? Um, did I get that right? You know, and soften your voice, soften your tone, soften your body language. Remember, you're trying to connect. You're not trying to scold. You're trying to connect. You want to be welcoming, warm, unconditional, positive regard. Okay? You want to be receptive. You want to be a safe person. You want to build trust. Then do these things. Do these things now. Practice them. Okay, practice them. You'll get better. You'll get better at this. It feels unnatural at first if you've not done it before. If these ideas are foreign to you, that's okay. That's okay. Just keep practicing, you know. And if you have questions for us, um, you know, you can DM us on Instagram or, or Facebook or um, uh, on our blogs. I think you can leave comments. I think you can. Um, if you can't, you can email us. Um, Hang out on the website. Hang out with me on the podcast. Um, you know, we'll, we'll teach this stuff to you free. Um, and, um, you know, because I want you to succeed. I want you to do well. I want you to make a difference in the world. And I want you to thrive. Um, all right. Well, that's it for me this week, my friends. Uh, I hope you found that of some use. Um and just again to remind you, um, put your names and emails into the form on the website so that we can let you know when the Practice of Empathic Discipline course launches. And then we'll send you that free um, workshop, mini course, toolkit for emotional firestorms thing that I think is great. Um, tell me what you think. Uh, let me know if it's been helpful to you. And um, yeah, send us your stories and using that stuff. And hopefully, hopefully it makes your life easier, less stress, time, energy to use your brain for other things like connecting with your kids, connecting with your mates, and your loved ones um, in an authentic way. Okay. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out. It's been fun. I will 
Yeah, I'll see you next time.